0: And this week, here's how to keep your neighbours at arm's length. Dress up as a dog and and walk around the streets. And no matter what somebody says to you, whether it's a relatively pleasant, aren't you hot in that, or a nastier, you fucking weirdo, always respond with, I don't have to wear any clothes under this, so I like to treat myself when I can. Make a form of raffle system in your house. Maybe using, you know, one of them hand-cranked bingo machines. Select a local road and when you pick out a number, that's that's the house you're going to. Go to that person's house and pretend to be a travelling rug salesman. That's, you know, a bit down on his luck. Wear an obviously fake moustache possibly made from the first page of your stolen carpet sample book. Explain to them that you really need the sale. Well... Not not even the sale, you just need them to sit through the sales pitch of the more handsome, better sexually equipped salesman from back at your office. And if you manage to wear them down enough and they actually agree to it, remove the moustache, place it back in the carpet sample book in the hole that you took it from in the perfectly shaped moustache hole, call them an idiot to the face and tell them that you live round the corner at another neighbour's address. Print off new bus timetables and replace every other bus stop along the routes that you don't normally use. That way, you won't forget and mistakenly use your personalised bus timetable and not the actual bus timetable issued by the company. Start collecting cuckoo clocks and have them all poorly set so that they, they make the noises at different intervals through the day. Or, or maybe, you know, if you don't want to annoy yourself too much, just have them set five minutes faster and another half of them set five minutes slow. So if your neighbours comment on it, tell them that this is a 10 minute window and that this 10 minute window is your gift to them. The power hour between the favourite shows reminding them to put the kettle on and, and repeating again to tell them that they've already missed the first 5 minutes of the next show. See if you can get your hands on an automatic dial or, better yet, if you're a bit, you know, a bit flush... Uh, In certain months, maybe hire some of the local children for their appropriate minimum wage and have them set up office in your house, in your shed or in your garage and order them to call random phone numbers out of a phone book and just recite predetermined jokes and the person on the other end of the call, allow the jokes to become a a little bit more uh, risque the further down the list that their children manage to get as they're speaking to these strangers on the phone until they're bordering on the racist and homophobic and if the listener allows this to continue, make a note of that that neighbour's name and and phone number and publicly shame them for listening. Buy an electric lawnmower and start cutting your grass at night, wear yourself a nice little headlamp, strap a couple torches to the front of your mower and a couple laser pens either side of it to keep the lines straight and get an even cut. Put flyers up on lampposts looking to start a local choir. Then hold the rehearsals in your back garden. Always have a couple paddling pools available so that the older women can cool their feet down, you know, and insist on everybody facing south for uh, better acoustics. But really, you know, we, we know that it's just so that there's a better chance they'll be squinting in the sunlight and they can't see that you're having a perv on the front row. Buy yourself loads of those whistling gnomes dismantle them and then place the sensors in plastic bags around your road, hide them in in soil, um, walls, trees, you know, above above the path to the side of the path in the hedgerows, anywhere where you think they won't get spotted, but only do it once a month and only leave them out for 24 hours at a time. Not in case somebody steals the batteries, but so that nobody believes the people that do notice them. Then, after a few months, call a local meeting for the people affected by the Phantom Whistler. Work together to try and figure out who is doing it or or what's causing it. And then after a year or so, just admit that it was you all along. When you've discovered your neighbour's birthdays, post some cards through the door using second hand stamps so that they look real, but don't reseal the envelopes. This might make them think that the postman's been stealing the money out of them or has been at least trying to steal the money out of them. And then to make it a little bit more believable, if you know when they go to work, you should leave an envelope that says for posty on your neighbour's doorstep once a year, you know, around this time, so that the post either acts weird and overly friendly to your neighbour or actually thanks your neighbour outright for the money, causing a huge miscommunication and a bit of light entertainment for both you and your children. And that's the end of this week's Here's How.